This week's episode of Mind Gap Podcast is brought to you by Kyrius Rodhart's Necromancy Fences. Your yard is precious to you. It's your place to relax, cook, and spend time with your loved ones, which is why you need to make sure it stays protected. Fences are a great way to keep out strangers and unwanted animals, but you need to think about the fence that is right for you. You want to send a message that says, you come in here and your soul will become the mortar to bind your skeletal remains to my domain. Introducing Kyrius Rodhart's Necromancy Fences. Built from only the finest parts of fallen heroes, Kyrius Rodhart's Necromancy Fences create a dark, magical barrier of bones that will send a psychological message to any ne'er-do-wells while imprisoning the souls of any trespassers. Each fence is custom-made to your liking by the former Grand Zealot of the Society for Lichdom, using only the finest binding spells and demon-infused defense structures. Ready to take your property protection to the next level? Simply light some incense, present your Jacinth gemstone and ornately carved bar of silver while speaking the dark incantation to be sent to the astral plane and meet with Kyrius Rothart himself to make an appointment. Mention MindGap Podcast during your meeting to get a free ornately decorated talking skull to be added to your fence. Don't let your home become prey for the wicked. Consume the souls of trespassers today with Kyrius Rothart's Necromancy Fences. Hey dorks! Just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes, and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Hello again, dear friend. On this week's episode, Justin weaves a tale about a man who attempted to give him advice on how to train his dog on two separate occasions. I asked Justin what orifices he'd be willing to poke and prod into for the sake of his wife's health, and Justin finally got around to watching The Mandalorian, so he has thoughts about it. So find the closest stranger, offer them unsolicited advice on how to live their life, and get ready to feel smug about it as we head into episode 254 of Mind Gap Podcast. Mind Gap Podcast. If you're not on Twitch, you should be, because Justin was doing a silly little bit with his hair, and now it's going to drive him nuts for the next hour and a half. So. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to be. If you see me looking somewhere else on screen, it's because I'm looking at myself trying oh. to figure out how I can make this better. What I know what it is. Thing happening? I know what it is. What's this little boingy guy thing? A happening boingy? Here? Oh, you got a boingy? See it? Boingy? Yeah. <laughs> Boing. Um, how are you, man? Oh, man, I'm good. good. The world's falling apart. I'm going to hell in a handbasket. Trump's pulling us out of the WHO. Uh, what's that? DeVos lady is like, mm. I demand all schools be open in the fall, regardless of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Shit's horrible right now, man. Yeah, man. It's tough. It is tough. How are you? I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, because you know what? Last Saturday... On the 4th of July, I had a wonderful time 
on our video game mind mind gap stream mind gap video game live stream uh with some amazing folks we played jackbox games we played all the party packs that i own that's awesome and we had some amazing fun with slotty with noah reno with duffy's 91 with d cochran 84 with um who else a lot of badgers with jared we had the whole the whole kit and caboodle man we had a wonderful time and i, I cut, go ahead got a chance to see a sneak peek of the highlight reel and i can confirm holy shit you guys did have a good time we <laughs> had a really good time and that's just a mere three and a half nuggets. minutes of the shit show how long show. were you guys streaming about three hours nice <laughs> Yeah, as Slotty says, all the Garbage Pail Kids were there. We had a real good time. It was really fun. My favorite part was when uh, D. Cochran 84 challenged Duffy's to Joke Boat. So we immediately went from Murder Trivia to Joke Boat, and then we went to Quiplash, and then we went to TKO, and then, I mean, we played all the games. It was so much fun. We had a really good time. There were some great, great times had by all. It was a real, a real boot, so. I love it. Very, very fun. So I'm into very it. exciting. Speaking of, yes. Next Saturday, gang, get ready to saddle up with Dungeon Karens as they head back into the D&D fantasy board game, 8 p.m. Saturday night. Come hang out. Justin will be reprising his role as uh, Miley. Miley. Miley, the uh, elven wizard. We'll have our good friend Eric playing Josen the Cleric. We'll have Sam playing Ragdar the Warrior. And we'll have Jared from all the way down under playing Lita the Rogue. And I'm so excited because this is adventure number three. This is as far as I've ever gotten as the Dungeon Master. And I'm really curious to see how you guys do in this in this little adventure. It's going to be fun. So I would like to clarify because Eric the Cleric is going to be... Uh, wait a second, a dull moment. What is trademark infringement? I'm not sure I understand. Please well, I think he has it. trademark infringement. So I mean, I don't oh, know. Oh, my bad. That oh, now now I know what he's talking about. No, now I, I get did it. that for sure. Yeah. Um, no, I would like to clarify that Eric the cleric will 100. Uh, he will be leading us to victory because yeah. he is he is our guiding light of this game. It's gonna be a fun time. I'm gonna tell you, it's gonna get interesting. It's going to get interesting. We'll see how you guys play I'm it, so but it'll, it'll be interesting. I'm so excited. It's going to be really gonna great. We're going to win. I mean, that's, uh, I've got I no, hope you do. That's the whole point I, is I want you guys to win. I just want it oh, to be yeah. interesting. That's the only thing I ever want. So it's <laughs> the only thing I've ever wanted. So You just want us to win. You're always on our side, Doug. I am. I am always on You got our, our best side. interest at heart. Always and forever. So check that out. That's Saturday, July 11th, 8 p.m. Central, twitch.tv slash podcast. Come hang out. Through the next adventure in Dungeons and Dragons, the fantasy board game, it's gonna be fun. So, one more housekeeping item. Just want to talk about real quick. Uh, listen, it's a dangerous world out there. It's dangerous to go alone, as a pixelated old man said to a small elven child in a game many, many years ago. Um, so, you need to protect yourself, right? You need to wear a face mask. Look, Mind Gap has face masks. All right. Head over to teespring.com slash stores slash the num number two, the letter E, the number eight. That's two E8. Uh, we've got two East 8 face masks, and we've got Mind Gap face masks. They're pretty cheap. They're like 12 bucks, 
10, 12, I can't remember. It's 11 or 12 bucks. I think it's 11.99. That's where it is. Yes. Uh, go pick him up. Make you talk like this. <laughs> Not only do you get yourself a, a face mask so you can stay safe and keep others safe, uh, you get to support the podcast. And for every face mask that is purchased, Teespring will donate a dollar to the No Kids Hungry uh, campaign. So it's a, it's a win on three fronts. Go check it out. Um, we're very happy. We call that a win-win-win. A win-win-win. That's um, the technical term for it. A three-way, I think, is what we call it. So, bingo, bingo, bango. So go check that out. Uh, I've actually got one coming on the way, so I'm very excited. <gasps> Jared, <gasps> thank what? you so much for this the Twitch Prime sub. You're very kind. Thank you, sir. Thank, thank you, you, thank buddy. you, thank you. We appreciate you. So, so en enough, enough of the the housekeeping. Justin, housekeeping. I want to hear from you about yeah. something very special. Tell me about what's going on with you and your dog. So, Doug, you are a new dog owner, yes? Yes. That's correct. You have beautiful little Loki as a part of your family now? I do. All right. So you have something to look forward to because something that you should know about dog owners, most dog owners are cool. There are some dog owners that you are going to want to put through a wall. Okay. Because they think that they are the dog whisperer. They think they are Caesar. All right. Right. Uh, there's a guy in my neighborhood and I hadn't thought about him since last winter was when my first run in with him was. So last winter I was outside playing fetch with Abby and Abby has fluctuated in weight. She's been, you know, she, when we got her, she was undernourished and she was real teeny. And then she filled out and then she kept filling out. She slimmed down and, you know, now she's, uh, she's healthy. We'll, we'll put it that way. Right. Okay. She's a little torpedo. Um, so I'm playing fetch with her and she's fucking real good for like five or six long, hard tosses. Like she'll, she'll snag it each time. And then she starts to lose a little steam, but she still likes to play. So I'm out there throwing the Frisbee. And I look over and there's this guy across the field and he's got um, Abby is an Australian cattle dog. And there's another breed called the Australian shepherd. And a lot of people uh, know them as like wiggle butts because they got the short little tail when they wiggle. wiggle. Yeah. I love it. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. But they're also very at, like they're jumpy. And so this dog, he would throw the Frisbee and this thing would get like five, six feet off, off the ground, like snag it. And like, it was one of those trick dogs and he was uh -huh. doing real. I was like, that's cool. And so we're playing and he starts throwing the Frisbee closer to us and closer to us until he and I are standing probably, you know, five feet apart from each other, tossing it. And he's watching me and I keep looking over and I've said my obligatory hello. I'm like, hey, what's going on, man? Hey. And so he's watching me and I look over. I'm just like, ah, oh, your dog's pretty good at this. Like basically, like, are you looking to start a conversation? with me? He goes, you know, you should try throwing it because uh, Abby had missed a few a few catches. He goes, you know, you should try throwing it not as hard. He goes, if she doesn't have to run as far for it, she'll get it and she'll feel a sense of accomplishment. And I go, okay. And so I threw it again and she missed it. He goes, try even closer. And I went, we're not doing this. I go, cool. Thanks, man. Picked it up and we, we, we walked out and cause the inside the Bill Burr was starting to build up and uh -huh. I'm just like, Oh, you let's talk about how to fucking, you know, mm -hmm. go fuck yourself. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that was so I was like, well, this guy's just a jag off. So uh, I saw him from a distance for a couple more months, and uh, then I didn't see him for a while. And on the 4th of July, 
Abby is notorious for hating firecrackers, any loud noises, freaks her out. So I had her out at night, last walk of the night, it was about 10 o'clock, fireworks were going crazy. So I'm out there, and who walks over but fucking Caesar himself with mm. his dog off leash, just strolling along in the park. He's got his little yellow fucking Frisbee. And he goes, and Abby's standing there, ears pinned, and she's just looking around. And I and he goes, hey, he goes, uh, best night for dogs, isn't it? And I go, I know, man. I said, uh, I said, mine's scared to shit of this. And he goes, not mine. Mine's pretty okay with everything. I'm like, oh, that's why I hate you. And he goes, hey, little tip, don't take her off leash tonight. And Doug, I'm telling you, it took everything I had not to take her off leash and then strangle him with the fucking leash. And have her bite his balls. Oh, really? Let me give you some advice. You know, your dog likes food. Sometimes you should feed it. Do you also know they need water? If they poop in the house, you got to rub their nose. I'm like, what the fuck? So if anyone ever tries to give you advice, just take the high ground and walk away because it's so easy to just turn on them and just want to... It, there's nothing more infuriating. That's really, it's really upsetting, you know, just in general, because it A, it wasn't advice you solicited. So, mm. I mean, that alone is always immediately like, ah, I'm not asking this you know, fucking guy. I'm good. And yeah. also like every dog's a little bit different. I mean, I know there's some stuff that applies, you know, in general, like this, is how you potty yes. train, this is how, you know, you get them to be kind of part of the pack and you bond with them and things like that. But to be like, uh, you know what you ought to do is it's like, cool, man, that worked for your dog. It may not work for mine. You know, like it's right. just the kind of the way it is. So well, also, don't tell me how to fucking play with my dog. First off, right. you know, you should try shorter tosses so she doesn't have to. I run mean, it's one far. thing if, you, if you're like, he's at your apartment and you're like, man, my dog, she's just fat. Right. I don't know what to do. He might be like, well, maybe you should take her on a walk. <laughs> you know, like, right. A good we suggestion. Were in conversation, right. Yeah. But know. I'm just like, do you, I feel like he thought I was going to go, <gasps> tell me more. Can I sign up for classes? Yeah. Do you do e-classes on dog training? Because I don't know. I thought I had a cat. Thank you for coming <laughs> along and telling me I have a fucking dog. Shut I mean, I, I would love to get to a point where I don't have to have Loki on a leash. That'd be great. And the thing is, know? I take Abby off loose all the time. You do. She's totally fine. Yeah. I know my dog well enough to know that that night she wasn't coming off the leash. Yeah. And then this fuck nut walks up past me and is like, hey, little little tip, don't take her off leash tonight. Yeah, it's like, hey, oh, uh, <gasps> no little shit. thing, little thing. Uh, don't, don't eat dinner in the street tonight. Right. Tonight. Rest Sir, of time, fine, but not tonight. <laughs> allow me to reciprocate. Tonight, don't wipe before you poop. It's a waste Here's something, of time. sir. Never pet a burning dog. Let me tell you that. There you go. Don't pee into the wind. Yeah. How about that? Easy. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Have you had anyone try to give you advice or, or or anything unsolicited with Loki? No, not yet, thankfully. Oh, my um, God. Because she's a puppy. So right now she yeah. loves everybody that she sees. Sure. So she just runs up to him. She's like, oh, you're the best. Everyone's like, oh, she's just so adorable. I'm like, yeah. You know what this guy would say? Yeah. Yeah, you better make sure she doesn't jump up on people. Not everyone like that. And they might be allergic, too. Yeah, you should thanks. probably ask them for a full medical record before they pet your dog. Yeah, I'll, I'll take their blood. You know, yeah, take I'll, I'll take everything from them. You know, Slotty says, <laughs> "Nah, bro, my dog actually consumes her poop. I feed her this super healthy blend of all natural meats, and she's kind of like a perfect circle." You ever heard of Second Harvest? <laughs> <laughs> my dog's belly is like the Thunderdome. Two <laughs> two things enter, no person leaves. 
<laughs> I consume all waste. Duffy's 91 yeah. says one of his dogs has anxiety and eats through drywall to get into his closet. <laughs> Wonder what your guy would say about that. <laughs> it's slotty reply. You gotta love your dog. Like, yeah. You know, drywall actually isn't great for dogs. Very low <laughs> nutrients. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's I'll throw it out to the, all the people on Twitch right now. Give me your best dog advice, please. Yeah. Light up the comments. Let us know. What, what I, should I give? What advice should I give this guy? That's what I want to know. Light it up in the comments. Tell me what I should tell this you guy. You probably shouldn't fuck him. your dog. You see how your dog tucks himself when you walk behind him? Yeah, he knows. Yeah, don't we fuck all know. your dog. Fella. You heard it here. Don't right. fuck your dog. Don't fuck your dog. <laughs> Be on me, Daddy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, so what is it about that? What is it about that? People just because uh, offering advice. Because I think my initial thing is like I don't like feeling stupid, and sometimes you got to feel stupid, right? And that that informs I, yes. my decisions in most things. It's it's why I don't always ask questions. It's why um, I should say something or do something, but I'm like oh, I'm gonna feel stupid, so I don't do yeah. it. Um, but something about just purely unsolicited. You know what you should do. Right. What is it about that? Because that's a trigger for me, big time. It really is. Because the thing is, it's taken me a long time to realize that it's okay to not know. It's okay to say, you know what? I don't know about that. Educate me. Tell me. Because because if you if you think, if you act like you know everything all the time, you just come off looking like an asshole. And so, like, it was a hard lesson to learn that. And once I finally learned it, it was freeing to be able to go, ah, you know what? I don't. I don't know that thing. Yeah. But. I think what it is is someone coming in. You know what it is? I think it's the fact that that person hasn't learned that lesson yet. Yeah. And that, and now you're seeing, you're like, oh, that's why I don't do that because it makes you look like a jagoff. Yeah. I think, you know, part of it is, you know, people probably also don't understand how they come off. Like, I wonder yeah. if that guy maybe was like, I'm going to offer this, this person advice because maybe they don't know. Maybe you know. he was pure of heart. Yeah. Yeah. Because that stuff is easily misinterpreted. And I'm definitely not saying that's what happened, but maybe that's what their approach to it was. But that triggers me because my mom says that kind of stuff to me so often, like Does she? In, in ways that just makes me want to just, I, it's to a point where whatever my mom suggests to me, I immediately just do the opposite. And that's not right. a good thing, but I'll give you an example. Um, yeah, please. I was, you know, I back in home in, Good old Missouri, and uh, we gonna get you. I was gonna go out. I was, I was. This was probably like two years ago, three years ago. Like this wasn't like fifteen. And she was like, "Like, hey, I'm gonna go out and do this sort of stuff." She's like, "Um, when you come back, you make sure to 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 lock the door." I was like, sure. She goes, "You know how to lock the door, right?" And I looked at her like, <laughs> "Uh, yeah." You turn, and it was just one of those things where I'm like, "Look, you just can't." can't talk to people that way like you just that is of course i know how to lock the door where do you keep your scotch tape yeah i'm like i don't yeah. well it's just it's one of those things too where it's just it after the fact i think of so many more jokes you know that i right. should have said to like just oh, to sure. piss her off because at that point i just you know i just i don't like another one was <laughs> this is so random this is so random i love my mom but my mom is just She's she's a very special woman. Um, we were going to go on a cruise, and this was like the second or third cruise that Jill and I had been on. My mom was just getting really weird about like these rules. She was like, "Now, um, you know, 
it's really important that, you know, I can't remember what the lead up to it was, but ultimately she goes, all right, I'm just going to come out and say it. Jill can't be pregnant and be on this cruise. And I just looked at her. I'm like, look at Jill. And I look back at her. I'm like, she's not pregnant. I was like, why are you saying this? No, this is like the third cruise we've been on. Like, why are you saying this? And after the fact, I also, I had the perfect response, which was like, mom, we butt fuck. There's no chance she's going to be, she's going to be pregnant there's no chance whatsoever we're fine you know just would i would love right. to see her go ah! yeah i unloaded her ass I, we're good i finished on her tits it's okay the best part would be for her for jill to be like she he fucks me in the ass we're fine right. like just no big deal you know like that would have been the best thing in the world the oh best not thing the way the we're doing it oh mom don't worry <laughs> the seed's not getting anywhere where it needs to go trust me <laughs> let's you just haven't say even heard some of the shit Catholic. we've invented you know <laughs> mom you ever heard of hentai Right, <laughs> mom. You ever had a? You ever heard of poop ejaculating my moist muscle? Because it happens. Trust yes, it me. does. Yeah, I just poop ejaculated my moist muscle. That was wow. from a conversation I had with my mom. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I love these jokes that keep coming back. Oh no, mom. She pegs me. So yeah, no, I got pegged. Yeah. It's totally fine. Yeah. yeah, she just totally milks my prostate. So right. we're good. And then she just pours that into a cup and then drinks it. So we're good. You know. <laughs> That's it. I love Jervis says your mom probably puts fruit in her potato potato salad. I would never listen to her advice. <laughs> never wrong. It's just raisins. I never trust anyone who puts fruit in their potato salad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think it's it's something about because that that's just like treating someone like they're dumb, and I've had that most of my life, so I just in, instantly rebel. So I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. My mom's like, you know, what's a great movie is this movie. I'm like, I'm automatically going to assume that's false because I don't <laughs> trust your judgment. Right. I don't trust it. Oh, you've, you're going to love this. I'm like, you're the person who made me watch a Mary Kate and Ashley something video movie because oh, no. she purchased this because it took place at the Atlantis Resort in the Bahamas. And she apparently just likes to watch movies that have beautiful locations. And she literally was like, let's watch this movie. Cause we're going to be going there. Cause we were going to, and I'm like, what, why are we watching this? And she's like, it's- see this, this is where we're going to be. I'm like, why we could just go to the internet. The internet has photos. Did we she don't have to watch this like movie. A travel video. I don't know. I just don't know, but it was really upsetting that I'm like, you own the paid real oh American dollars. For this video, because it takes place at the Atlantis Resort, it's like that's a bummer, man. Uh, <laughs> Waterspeed says your mom really wanted a girl. <laughs> it's you know what Waterspeed is sounding that way. It's really sounding that way. Uh, yeah, probably not wrong. I mean, it was my dad, my brother, and I, and my mom. So my mom was yeah. always very happy when uh, my brother and I had girlfriends. She was like, "Yes, feminine that was energy." The disappointment. They had Dave, and they were like, we're going to try one more time. Like, oh, God. Yeah. Jervis calls it Mind Gap Pegcast. I'd stream that. I, I would, too. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, yeah, that was... So I, yeah, it, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to hear when it finally starts to happen. Have you ever had that happen from a parental standpoint? Because you've had... No. You've had Natalie for four years now. No, I no. Thankfully, not. Like I don't have anyone that comes up and is like, you know what you ought to do. I'll be like, eh. right at the because playground think, or anything. You've never had that. Thankfully, no. Because I I'd like to say because she's so young, I haven't gotten yet. But I'm pretty sure that happens no matter what. You know, no matter where you are. But if anything, it's just like 
I just try to be aware of like what she's doing and, and just being like, Hey, don't be a dick, you know? Yeah. Hey, don't do that. Hey, be careful of this. Be careful of that. Or, you know, she does a relatively good job and it's same thing. Like unless a kid is really going to be at, at harming themselves. Like I have no, I've actually had no problem. Like parenting, like the Jill's nieces and nephews just being like, nah, oh, yeah. now that I have a kid, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are we doing here? Like <laughs> time out, time yeah. out. No, no, no. Favorite thing. This happened the other night. We got a new sink installed. And uh, this plumber came over. It's a guy I know. And Jill and I were outside. We were talking about something. And Natalie came inside. She walks over into the kitchen. She pulls out a butter knife. And she gets up this can of cat food. And she just goes, I'm going to feed the kitties. And the plumber's like, "Uh, okay, why do you have a knife? She goes, I do this all the time. He goes, do your parents know? She goes, yeah. He looked at her, looked outside and saw us, looked back at her and goes, are you sure? Because I think they're outside. She goes, oh, you're right. I didn't. And then put it down and then went out to ask us. I didn't. Us. And I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm going to feed the kitties. I'm like, no. And I came inside. He goes, yeah, I saw her doing that. And uh, I thought I would just warn her because he has like four sons. And he's oh, like, okay. I'm like, he gets it. Like, it's just that yeah. natural thing of like, mm, if I didn't have kids, I'd probably be like, well, maybe she does do this all the time. Well, I mean, and that's I don't the know. thing. I... 100% feel that way. Like when we are watching uh, our nieces or nephews, I, I feel this weird, like, Hey, you just like, just stop hit, stop hitting your, all right, maybe hit your brother. I don't know. Like, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. know what you guys do. I don't know what kids are supposed to do. Is this normal? Maybe. I don't know. And the thing is like, you know? I want to believe my daughter. I literally just go. Cause when we let our dog out, our dog eats the cat food, chews up shoes. So I yeah. we go, is everything picked up before we let the dog out? And Natalie goes, yep. And I listen to her and I know better. I'm just, right. I want to accept her word, but it's like, right. inevitably I go, Oh wait, there's cat food out. Oh wait, the barrier upstairs not put up. I'm like, we didn't have any of this taken care of. But then I'm like, I listen to a four and a half year old. So I get what I get. <laughs> I, I brought this on myself. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's, it's one of those things where when I didn't have kids, I was like, well, I mean, they said it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to go along with it. Whereas now I'm like, hold on. Where the fuck are your parents? Go get Jared them right says, now. Jared says him as an uncle, and that resonates with me so fucking much. He goes, sure. It seems like you should eat a whole tub of ice cream for dinner. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. That I, I just don't understand where kids should be at certain ages, and I'm like, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. I definitely I don't am know like, if you say it. I'd probably true. I'm happy to call kids out now. I'm like, hold on. Time out. Right. Mm, I know. Penalty flag. Yeah. Uh, I just want to. <laughs> Your parents are going to thank you. Thank <laughs> me. Yeah. yeah, I just, I don't, I don't let that, I'm just like, because part of it too is, it's a lot of it's selfish, because I don't want Natalie to pick up bad habits, so if I see yeah. another kid doing something wrong and Natalie's going to mirror it, I go, <laughs> no, 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 we're not going to do that, or if it's potentially they're going to hurt themselves, obviously, I'll step in, I'm not going to sit there and berate their kid, but if they're like, we're at the playground and some kid's going to be like, I'm going to jump off the top of this playground and be like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa I don't think you should do that, hold up, right. hold up, you know, but yeah. I just, you know, I, I, I don't, I feel much more comfortable just to make sure everyone's okay. Outside of that, I'm like, look, I'm not here to, I'm not here to police your kids or anything like. That. I don't right. Want to do that. Well, and I think it, you, I mean, it, it, with anything, you get experience. Like you're getting experience points, doing, <laughs> doing the parent thing. Leveling so, up. Exactly. You're leveling up and you're feeling more comfortable. Think about when you start a new job. You really don't feel. Someone might do something. You're like, mm, that doesn't feel right. But I also just started here a week ago, so. Yeah. Maybe that's how they do things here. Yeah. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Yeah. And then two years then you're like, hey, hey, it's not how we do it. Yeah. 
Like you're so right ready to tell someone what to or what not to do. Yeah. So it's just a matter of, you know, you're four and a half years in now. You're you're getting comfortable with now me. On the other hand, I'm just like, <laughs> I, don't know. I have no authority. Well, I'm an it, adult. Maybe. I mean, part of it, too, is just, you know, again, I'm not here to make judgments on how people do stuff. But if if the kid or my kid's going to be in a worse spot um, because of someone's behavior, then I'm going to try to make something happen or I'm going to try to make a call an audible or something just to make sure that everyone's okay. And it's, it's just, I guess, I don't know. I think it, I feel like it's selfishly motivated, but at the same time, I don't know, maybe it works for the greater good. Who knows? But yeah. water speech just asks, how does young Natalie feel about wearing a mask in public? Well, she doesn't question. go out in public that much. We don't go to stores with her or anything. That doesn't let her see the outside. But when we did go to get Loki, I made her wear a, uh, a face mask. So, we How'd she handle visit. it? Uh, the face mask was unfortunately way too big for her. Um, was it? So yeah. it kept slipping off all the time, but I tried to adjust it regularly. But we explained have you to her. Had, I was going to say, have you had the conversation about what this is, what's going on? Like, how do you I mean, reach that? I've told her that really a pandemic is really comes down to not just jumping from animal to human, but also going from human to spreading. And when that happens, the economic impact can be severe. And what we're going through right now is a recession and very closely heading into a depression. You know, they say that mm. the stock market is a, is a pulse of the livelihood of our country. But honestly, it's really not what it's about. It's really about it's there to make rich people feel better. And when I tell her all these things, she goes, that's cool. Can I have a hot dog? So I feel like we're making a connection. <laughs> I get it, man. <laughs> I get, I get it. it. Uh, honestly, I mean, yeah. I tell her about as much as a four-year-old can understand. I'm like, people are sick. Yeah. And we don't want to be sick. Um, and we have to stay home. And she seems to understand for the most part. Um, she's definitely so, over it. But I just feel like as a kid, I would be, that would scare me. If I'm just, if I heard my parents say like, hey, everyone out there is sick. <laughs> You've got to stay inside because yeah. we don't want to die. Well, I mean, it's the thing too, is she doesn't fully understand all that stuff but i'm just like hey you know if you're not feeling well if you're not you know we just have to make sure that we don't get sick because we don't want that to happen but it, it is hard to understand but good news um pff, fucking slotty have you also told her the tragedy of darth plagueis the wise it's not a story a jedi would tell you <laughs> um you know it's one of those things where sorry i was late in the queue <laughs> Uh, it's definitely something I just try to, I try to be honest. It's, I'm not, I'm kind of like Dr. Cox in that episode of Scrubs where he's, he's trying to be a straight shooter with his kid. Yeah. He just tells him everything like an adult would. And his wife's like, what are you doing? You're not ra raising a beer buddy. This is your son. He's like, I want my son to be a straight shooter. And it's like, what, uh, you know, he's like, uh, what's wrong with that lady? He's like, well, she's fat. <laughs> so she's coming in here to get heart surgery or whatever. And the culmination of it was like, you know, his son asks, what's an abortion? And his mom turns to him and is like, good luck with that. And like, walks away. Like, have fun explaining that. <laughs> but I want to be able to have those kind of conversations because the one thing, sure. and maybe, I don't know, anyone out there who has kids already, but when I hear the what am I supposed to tell my kids thing, I just immediately get angry because I'm like, I don't feel like it should be this hard to explain things to my kids. Now, yeah. my kid's four and a half, and maybe something, I think the only thing I could imagine would be if she's like eight or nine and maybe someone her age dies from like a sickness sure. or something. Yeah. And she asks me, dad, why did this happen? 
Right. Then I have to be like, careful, Doug. Don't go into the, like, we're living in a wheel of chaos and none of this matters. But that should give you hope because none of this matters. Enjoy life. You know, like, I don't see it that way, Dad. I'm like, yeah, well, it's kind of a weird one. Um, But in general. (laughs) Well, shit's weird. Sorry, kid. The amount of times I've seen stuff and people are like, how am I supposed to explain this to my kids? There was a video. um, Apparently, they aired this on Nickelodeon, which I think was a little harsh. But it was an advertisement about, you know, I can't breathe you know, from George Floyd. And he was, it was just like breathing in and out. It was like some words on the screen. And this woman had recorded and her son's like, I'm scared. I don't understand this lady's like, how dare you Nickelodeon? How dare you? And I'm like, this is a great opportunity to have a conversation with the kid. Right. Why are you seeing this ad? It's scary because something bad happened. Right. Here's here's the truth of what happened. And here's what, yeah. yeah. What these, that sets up literally that tees you up for the conversation that everyone should be currently having we can't all dunk but when someone gives you the alley-oop you gotta try you gotta thank try, you man. nickelodeon let's start try. there let's say thank you. you gotta give that a shot so that's the kind of stuff where i mean i want to protect my kid's innocence <laughs> and her name was karen probably <laughs> um i want to protect my kid's innocence as much as possible like there's nothing worse than th- seeing like an eight or nine year old that has to like immediately shed that and go into adulthood but at the same time it's like this is the world we live in man like yeah you know, I'm not going to have a conversation about what death means to my four and a half year old, but at some point she's going to understand that my cat mm-hmm. taco, she's going to go down real soon. And we're going to have to yep. talk about why taco's not here anymore. Like right. we're going right. to have to have those discussions and it's not going to be great, but we're going to have to do it. So and while you want to preserve that innocence at the same time, you also don't want to shelter her to the point of being an incapable human being. Like 100%. incapable of processing or understanding emotions that does nothing for anyone. Yeah. And not only that, just yeah. having discussions now and hopefully many discussions about complicated, nuanced issues like yeah. racism, like right. abortion, like right. death, like all right. these things, which we can explore through the themes of, you know, Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight, you know, trilogy. And you get it. All that sort of stuff. Like, it'll be great. You get it. It'll be awesome. So long story short. No. Yeah. No one's forced their advice on me um, or anything like that. I would probably be polite and be like, okay, and then just walk away. Um, but, you know. I'm telling you, if it happens one more time with this guy, I'm going to say something. That's the thing if that's I, crazy is that he came back again. That's the disappointing right. part. When I've seen him, like I said, from afar, and uh, I just, yeah. Um, I think I'm going to use this slotty earlier in the chat here said, when I asked for what to say to this person, he goes, you should say, I noticed you always smell of peanut butter. Do I need to report you? <laughs> Is there something going on here, sir? And uh, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Slotty also says it's crazy to me that my eight-year-old, when asked if there's God in heaven, immediately says, no, that's made up. But Santa, oh, yeah, that shit's real. <laughs> <laughs> she gets it. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jervis, you're just trying to start fights. Pretty sure an Australian shepherd isn't a real Australian dog. Thank you. Thank you. So that's that's the thing. That's I what should she's that's, I'm gonna challenge him. I'm like, yeah. Justin, do your Aussie research dog. and find a flaw in his dog's breed and then bring it to his attention. Yeah. Did you know they're very prone to diabetes? Type two. <laughs> do you know most owners of this breed are complete jagweeds? Yeah. It's the truth. It's the truth. The internet said so. <laughs> Done. That one always gets me. That's weird. <laughs> so I had a, an interesting conversation with Jill 
over the Do weekend, tell. and I want to bring it to you. So please. I'm trying to remember I the genesis your, I of love this. Your, you guys have the most interesting conversations. I can't remember. I don't know if because I I'm teaching Natalie bad habits while we're on the topic too. Where you know she'll be like, "Dad, where's this?" I'm like, "I don't know. Is it up your butt?" That's becoming an ongoing thing. And then she leans into it. God bless her. And she'll be like, "Yeah, can you look in there?" And she'll turn around and stick her butt in my face. I'm like, "You're the best. You're the best." So uh, can't remember because this was also at having lunch or something like that. I was like, "Is it in your butt?" And she's turning around in her chair. She's like, "Yeah, it's in my butt," and wiggling it and something like that. I can't remember how this I came up. Your butt. There it is. God, you're on it. I love it. But I think I asked her something like, Jill, if something was stuck up my butt, if she would help get it out. She was like, no. I'm like, what? <clears throat> Why not? Or maybe it was something that was stuck in a mouth or something or. In a mouth? I don't know. Or in your mouth? I mean, we have a lot of just, you know, headless or heads just hanging around and we just pick yes. something in there. You know? There's a lot of mouths in our house. There is. You can really just yeah. shove some flowers in there. It really makes a good vase. You know, <laughs> you know, right? Or a Absolutely. vase if you're, you know, a plebe, whatever. Anyway, um, somehow it came up the idea of like orifices, and what are they ranked from? Like, oh my god, I have no problem doing this. To hell no, I'll never help you. All right, clean that out or get anything out. And oddly enough. Jill's ranking on this surprised me a little bit, but I want to start with you. And I want to say, like, let's say you're with Beth and she's got something in her mouth. All right. And she needs your help. How comfortable are you with, like, just getting in there, digging out whatever's in there? Well, I will say that people can't get enough gobby. So true. So I think that answers that question. <laughs> I mean, that does relate. It does relate. <laughs> uh, if there's something in, in her mouth, uh, yes, 100%. I'll, I'll help out. Now, are we talking like, like, in, like, is it like a piece of food in her teeth? Yeah, I mean, let's start there. There's a piece of food in her teeth. She can't get it out. I'll suck the food out. Nice. That's cool. I what won't if it's hesitate. Like, what if it's a situation where it's like a castaway and she needs someone to pull out a tooth? Ooh, that's interesting. You gotta you gotta take the, the the skate and then take a rock and go pop 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 and get the get the tooth out of her mouth. <laughs> and the first time you hit it, she goes ah. Let me ask you this: How dire is it that this thing come out? I mean, you guys are castaways. Is it a, is it a life and death tooth extraction? I mean, here's the thing: if you leave it in, it's only gonna get worse. And you know this because you're like, there's no way this is magically any better. You got to get that tooth out. Okay. 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 If I, okay. Because I like exploring these in levels, you know? Oh, no, you, this is your fit and you do this so fucking well. You do this better than anyone I think I've ever (laughs) spoken with or (laughs) experienced to this with. You will go, here's the thing. All right. Here's a thing, ratchet it up a little bit. Now here's a thing past the point of <laughs> there's no returning. Yeah. Because yeah. we'll start small uh, um, with food in the teeth. And now let's say you yeah. got to extract a tooth and you're not right. a dentist. Um, <laughs> you know, here's the thing. If it had to, had to, had to come out, sure. Uh, you know, I'll step up. I'll do it. Um, God, I just can't even imagine how unpleasantly painful that would be. Just yeah fucking and knowing that you're gonna be like 
hold still. <laughs> As you get the rock, you're like, right. this is going to suck <laughs> for is all there, of us. Is there booze around? Uh, probably not. Hmm. There's sand. All right. Well, look, any any alcoholic worth his weight it can make booze out of sand. So <laughs> I would start there. It's uh, gritty, but it does the gritty. job. Yeah, man. I would because I'm thinking like, is there any way to, you know, n- numb anything when you're a castaway? You know, what if we started a fight club and it just fell out? <laughs> what her tooth? <laughs> yeah, you know, just you're like, all right, come over here, take out your frustrations <laughs> on me, but but just know I'm taking them out on you too. <laughs> I, I I probably again I would I would extract it if it needed to get yeah. get got. Would but you? the idea of the mouth itself isn't too like the mouth gross. itself is fine. No, yeah. I'm 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 okay with that. I would yeah. I would I would get in there and I would dig around. Yeah, me too. Like yeah, getting something out of a mouth doesn't really bother me too much. I guess just to say with my immediate family. Sure. A complete stranger's I might be like, mm, I don't know. But well, especially know. nowadays. Yeah. That changes. Yeah. But I've seen twenty eight days later. I know what happens. I know how this ends. Um, so let's talk about ears. All right. So Beth is talk like about him. Beth is it. like she's got some sort of uh, numbing agent in her body and she can't clean out her ears and she needs you to do it. So her hands are just completely She's just like I can't do it. Right. Clean okay. out my ears. Uh, yeah, that's fine. All right. I'm so, fine with it. I would even like take like tweezers and extract something on the surface. Like I would, okay. I would get in there and try to pull something out. What if? Yeah. What if? Yeah. It's like, God, Justin, my ear has been driving me crazy. I think there's something in there and I just, I don't want to go to the doctor. I don't trust doctors for some reason. She's that that's person. Fair. She's like, I need you to really like be very careful and get in there. And as like, you get some tools together, you're going in there and you realize that there's like, Big old bug that's stuck in there. And you got to get the tweezers yeah. in. You got to extract that that guy yeah. out. Yeah. Well, that thing's coming out. Yeah. That's for sure. Because here's the thing. Here's the flaw in that question is mm-hmm. that would I rather leave a bug inserted in my wife's head or would I rather get it out? I'm getting the fucking thing out. Well, would you rather get a bad tooth out of your wife's mouth or would you just leave it in there? answered that I would get you see that you hesitated though so you gave me a lot of attitude on that one you're like that's easy because I just ripped that shit out of there I cut her ear off you know like that's fine <laughs> with me but when I talk right. about the mouth you're like Ugh. look how creative Picasso was <laughs> Jervis we're getting there hold on to it all right we got a list <laughs> all right hold on you, you jumped too far you're too far we're, we're in fairness he is in tomorrow so he's already at the end of this list that's fair but we'll we'll, um, we'll get we'll get to the butt in a second. Here's the thing: clip that somebody. A, a, a carnivorous bug in my wife's ear. Time stamp that. I real feel quick. like is a more immediate uh, uh, poses a more immediate threat than a tooth. True. So that's why I hesitated. I'm like, well, let's just see what happens with the tooth. Maybe it gets so bad it falls out on its own. I don't know. With the bug, dentistry. <laughs> we're probably going to have to extract. Yeah, I agree. I'm right. the same boat. Like, I'm not, look, I'm more familiar with ear, nose, throat than I am with uh, orthodonta- orthodontics. Yeah, that's fair. Well, that's good. So let's move on to the nose. Done. Same situation. Can't move her arms. She's got a, yeah. You know, and she's like. I want to address what kind of anesthetic she, what did she get into that's she got, causing this She kind got of stung by an Australian shepherd. And it paralyzed her for a moment. See, those fucking dogs, man. They got stingers. 
Those fucking dogs. They got real bad venom. They do. Ugh. Guy's the worst. So you got a, you got a nose issue. She's oh, all yeah. blocked up, and she's like, I don't have any Kleenex. I need you to get in there with your hand and dig it out. Not a, not a problem. Cool. Love it. Love it. I'd get in there. I'd stick a finger up, and I'd just go. Yep. Nice. And then... There you go. All right, let's talk about popping zits. All right. Oh, oh, let's talk about popping zits. So, same situation. One of situation. favorite shows is Dr. Pimple Popper. Have you ever watched that show? Are you, do you like that show? She loves it. She does, but what about she you? She loves it. It has taken me a while to be able to watch any of it. <laughs> Jeremy I says, like popping nope. My own- <laughs> <laughs> I like popping my own zits. I do. Like- uh, you know, I, I, would, I would do it. Same thing. She got stung by an Australian shepherd. You right, got to roll her over. It. She's like, my back hurts. You look, you see this big old right. just zit, and you got to be like, well, it depends. Sucker. It depends on the stage of the lipoma, because what I have learned from watching Dr. Pimple Popper is that it's not always good to get in there and, uh, you know, uh, try to pop it out because you got to get the sack, the satchel that it's in. Because if you don't get you that, try. if you don't get the satchel, it can it can refill. Good to know. You don't want that. You don't want that. You want it to refill. You got to. So no problem out. with zits. So far, no Justin, I gotta say, you are uh, five for five. You're a good oh, significant I'm also, other. I'm also five for fighting. All right, there you go. Next one. Where, where do you stand on all these? By the way, I'm in the same boat so far. So, so far, you're you're all in. I skipped over eyes. Let's let's talk about eyes. Eyes are tricky for me. Yeah. Because here's the thing: if it needed to happen, I yeah. would do. Like I'm kind of in the same boat. Like it doesn't do. gross me out. Right. I. I'm okay, like, touching my eye or putting contacts in. When it comes to getting close to someone else's eye, for some reason, that makes me... The tooth and the eye make me more nervous than the nose, yeah. ear, and zit. No, that's fair. And the same thing, like, if Jill's, like, got an eye boogie she can't do it, I'm like, I'm happy to get that, no problem. I'll right. scrub that out of there. If her eye's crust right. is shut with pink eye, I'll help wash it. I don't yeah. care. I'm with there to tongue. help. With my tongue. All right, right, now let's get to a unique one, the belly button. Ooh, all right. So, belly what button. About? So, lint. There's lint. Again, she can't move. She needs your help. You got to get para- in there and you got to go. It's parasitic lint. You got to get in there. You got to dig it out. Right. You got to dig it out of there. Or you could use your like? tongue if that's what it, if that's sound, what. That, when I touch a belly button. If that's button, what she's into, head. you know. Um,. <laughs> Yeah, belly button is totally fine. Like that is uh that is such a pure uh you know, it's the it's the original essence of nourishment. Okay. So I have no problem with it. I had it. no idea where you're going with that. I was like <laughs> you're like the original, I'm like, are you gonna say butthole? Are you gonna say what are you gonna say? Like, I don't know, man. Because that's also false. I don't know why my brain went there. <laughs> I just poop ejaculated my moist missile. Yeah, it's the original feeding tube spot, I got you. Belly button, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the um, receiving cup. This this one was really high up on Jill's list of like, nah, I'm not going in there. Really? Yeah. She's terrified so of my belly button. Well, I am too. Your belly button is horrifying. Why? Because it's a forest that no one returns from. I'll say this much. I've got a gaping belly button. I mean, that's a, that's it looks like an abyss. I'll tell you that you much. Do. I mean, you it's have very a big. Giant like that. And again, it's just like it's the never ending forest. Yeah. You need and to leave of breadcrumbs to find your way the sheer out. amount of lint i pulled out of my belly button i mean you could you could build a mouse you could village make, 
you know, you can make a new shirt. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, it's definitely a lot. So uh, Jill's often terrified by how much it gets caught in there. So, so I would love to see someone cause Slotty just said body shots. I would love <laughs> to see someone do a body shot out of your, you know how it's spring break. They do the tequila shots out of the belly buttons. Uh, I would love to see if we could get someone to agree to do yours. <laughs> That's so gross. Yeah, I mean, I guess if we're talking like, what is this, practical jokers or something like that? Like, you know, those guys that do that thing where they're like, all right, you got to go in public and you got to do stuff for people. Like, or, I guess it'll be like, yeah. get in there, man. Or like, hey, we'll pay you 20 bucks if you do this. Yeah. <laughs> 20 whole sure dollars. Here's yeah. the thing. When MindGap does its, when everything opens back up and we do our college tour, we'll yeah. figure it out. When we do yeah. our spring break, 2021. We'll yep. Uh, <laughs> Yes, look, belly buttons don't bother me. Uh, I, you know, save yours. Uh, they don't bother me. I don't necessarily like when someone sticks their finger in my belly button. Like if Beth and I are like wrestling around and like tickling, like sometimes she'll, because she knows it bothers me, she'll like, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, no. Like, so we don't, For the I record, said, Justin, you've now given me a weapon to use against you. <laughs> that takes our friendship to a whole different level. It does. Now I know. Yeah. And you're going to wish that you didn't because one of these days when we're back together, it's going to happen. I'm just going to do a little hook. It'll be a fish hook, but in your belly button, I'll hug you from behind and I'll just go in there. I'll just go. So you can't go anywhere. I can feel it. I don't like it. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. No, thank you. So. Yeah, so I would I would clean the belly button out, no problem. But that's interesting that that's high in Jill's list. Yeah, she does not like oh, my no. belly button, straight yeah. up. So, right. <laughs> Slotty says I can't wait for the Mind Gap podcast tickle fight episode. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be a throwdown. We'll, we'll stream it live. It'll be the best. <laughs> Our first actual throwdown. All right, now we're getting to the top two. All right. Oh boy. All right, this has been a journey. Vagina. I see where the top one's going. <laughs> Which technically should that not be two? <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, so she's she's got something terribly wrong with her vagina, and not in a fun way. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Anyway, uh, something's really bad. Like, Paint me a picture, Doug. What, <laughs> I don't think you want me to. No, you know what? Want me to? I retract my request. So something really bad is happening and she needs you to get in there, you know, and help out. Yeah. I mean, yep. Sure. I, <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm having a heart. I'm treading lightly because I'm really trying to not give you a reason to go into detail about anything. There's a reason why I'm also not giving a lot of examples on this. Cause number one, <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't know a lot of what can go wrong with a vagina. So, like, I can't really, you know, I know there's yeast infections, you know. I know there's things like that, but in general, UTIs. But outside of that, I don't really know. And I'm not even going to pretend. I'm not even going to pretend to be like, and then there was a stick in there. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, (laughs) What about a tooth? Yeah, what if there's a tooth in there, right? Right? We've all seen the movie. Come on. (laughs) Dentata, right? Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, again, I'd, I'd, Jesus I'd, get in, I'd get in there and yeah. help out. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that leads us to the number one seed, which is this the butthole. It's going to be a tough one. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of things we can get into with this. Yeah. There's something as simple as this Australian shepherd has really put me on my ass and I can't wipe my ass. Will you wipe my ass? So here's the thing. You got I look at it this way. Is let's take it from a medical standpoint because some people when you're a caregiver, someone's real sick, something happens, sometimes you are put in positions such as this and you just got to fucking deal with it. Also, as a parent, you've wiped your daughter's ass. So you've wiped ass before. That's I not I did yours. it today. Right. So, I'm just saying I feel like it's it's something that at first you'd be like <sighs> I don't like it. And then after, I don't know, a moment in time, after a New York minute, you'd be like, all right, we're doing this now. So I, yeah. think, I think something you can, you can get past. Well, I think there's a couple of different ways we can look at this. All right. So there's one, which is like, I need your help because I can't do it. And then there's like laying on the bread bed, spreading the legs back saying, wipe me daddy, you know, be on me, daddy. Nope, not the same thing. I don't have a wipe me, daddy. <laughs> but you said it, so now we can clip it, and that can go right next to that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Look, if it, yeah. Um, <laughs> but that changes the scenario, mm -hmm. because one of them is, again, that uh, Australian shepherd paralysis that we talked about, <laughs> you know, where the hands just don't work anymore. Uh that's vastly different than beyond me, daddy. Yeah, then you know what, is, what do they call it? little littles, right? Exactly. Play, you know, that's vastly like, different than someone going. I, an adult person's like, I made a poo poo. Help. I need you right. to clean me up, and then whoop, legs back. Yeah, and you have to be like, ah. yeah. I mean, I really love it, you, but goddamn, it's different in, for needing help, and then you know, the other request. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Okay, fair enough. Now. Let's go back to Jared's thing. There's tapeworms. You got to get in there and you got to get the tapeworms out of there. Um, we're going to have a real hard talk about why you don't like doctors. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're on a, you're castaways on an island. Oh, we're still on that. Okay. Uh... <laughs> yeah. And on this island, there's that Australian sheepdog that. Uh... With a stinger. It's the stinger. Okay. Yeah. We're so we're in Australia is what you're saying. Yeah, basically. When we're on an island, you're saying it's Australia. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got it. <sighs> sure. I mean, look. So this one seems like it's bothering you the most. It's just the concept because with the tapeworm, yeah. you've got to do it slow. It's, it's a couple inches at a time because oh. you don't want the thing to snap. Gotcha. So you get it wrapped around something. Like typically when you're extracting a tapeworm, you get it wrapped around and you you pull it a little bit, you turn it, and you pull a little bit more and turn it. You can't just like how do you yank know this? Don't ask. So you gotta yank, you can't just yank the thing out. Hold on. How I do watch, you know this? I watch movies. What movies? Tapeworm movies. <laughs> it's a movie have called you, Tape. And it's not what have you, you think ever it seen is. Tremors? I have seen tremors. Right. <laughs> they extracted a worm in a similar way. No, they don't. Uh it's one of those, I don't know. It's honestly, it's one of those pieces of, you just know how you pick up facts in your life and you're like, I don't know where I learned that, but I know it. That's Slightly, just one of those. 
Slotty goes, it's not like starting a lawnmower, you're saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Very different than starting a lawnmower. And Metronome says, you think I have a tapeworm? So you think I'm skinny? <laughs> <laughs> To Slotty's point, when you're doing it that fast, it's usually beads that you're pulling out. Yeah. And that's, again, that's in regards to... Be on me, Daddy. Right? Very it's different. It's a very different thing. Yeah. So I think the thing... It's I, just a piece of information I know, Doug. You got to do it yeah. slow and steady. All right. Slow and steady. Wins the butt race. Um Every time. I mean, for me, it's just obviously there's an opportunity or a very strong risk of poop. And let's face it, poop smell just doesn't go away. It really doesn't. And so the idea of like, if you get it on your hands, you can wipe it off on as many trees as you want, but you can try and scrub it off on the grass, but it's there and it will be there until you wash your hands. Right, so, but you're, you're on an Island. You're surrounded by an ocean. Yeah. But it's the ocean really going to clean that off. You've got sand and sand is nothing more than dry soap without soap. So fair. Uh, it's, I mean, sandpaper comes from sand, right? So you just I scrub think, off I mean, the skin. Nope, that's not it. It's an abrasive. Adhesive. It's not an adhesive. It is really bad. When you wrap Christmas gifts, do you not use sand? I sure don't. I mean, I do no, I... to fill up the box. And be like, here you go, <laughs> you piece of shit. Merry Christmas. All, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I gotta say this, Justin. I'm proud of you. You're good. You're a good significant you. other. You're a good partner. You're like none of this stuff scares me. Do... <laughs> uh. So is there is it is there anything that you would hands down say no to i'd say the, the one that gives me the most pause is the butthole just I because mean, i feel like, like that's most people yeah it's like uh you know but all that other stuff i'm fine i'm fine with it i'm happy to help with whatever i need to um but yeah the poop stuff ugh, it's definitely yeah it definitely it's, it's not great so um, slotted says poop smell goes away much more quickly than vomit let me tell you but unfortunately sometimes one begets the other yeah that's true. Now you I got guess. It. Oh. I don't. This is gonna sound weird. I don't really know what vomit smell is. Like, I couldn't really pick it out. Really? If you gave me a scented candle, it was like, this oh. is what vomit smells like. I don't know if I'd be able to recognize How it right much? away. Good. Maybe How I'm not around it that much. Surprise yourself. I don't know. It's because you don't drink. Yeah, that's true. But poop, <laughs> and especially depending on the poop, dog poop in particular, man, that shit hangs around. Yeah. yeah. You know, and a book taught me one time that everybody poops. Do. Yeah. My cat wants to get out. Hold on one second. <laughs> it never fails. Gonna do something. <laughs> my cat get out. All right, get out. I'll tell you, that's another, If as long as we're talking about sense of dookie. Yeah. Litter boxes is a whole new level of that. Yeah, litter boxes that's suck. Cat pee is just really not yeah. not the best at all. That's That is so bad. So stinky. Uh, did you not to change? Well, real quick, did Jill, uh, make it all the way through? I mean, I know butthole was, or I know belly button was up there for her, but we, we didn't really get through some of the other ones. It was really focused kind of on the belly button and the butthole. That's fair. Belly button and the butthole. It sounds like a really bad radio show. Welcome to belly button in the butthole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's the morning madhouse. This is just become morning radio at this point. (laughs) Um, 
Oh, Slotty coming with the logic. He said, aren't litter boxes technically just filled with soap? What isn't cat litter? I don't even know. Well, it's sand, which is soap without the soap. We need the Inception uh, sound effect. Because <laughs> I'm like, wait. Like, I didn't quite get that. I you never know. I, I said it uh, a while ago that I would put this um, on the board. I never did. Just blew my mind. You're welcome. I've got apps for everything. <laughs> Takes up valuable space in my phone, but you never know when you're going to need it. Oh, yeah. I've got to delete many pictures of family to keep that stuff on there. <laughs> and it's worth um, it. It's totally worth it. Fuck those Real guys. Quick, did you, uh, have you heard of the new Transformers? This is random. Right before we started uh, started recording, I, I came across uh, the trailer. Uh, it's called Transformers War on Cybertron, and it's a new Netflix series. And people say that it is a cross between, it's a Transformers anime series. And they're saying it's a cross between Transformers and uh, Blade Runner. Like very noir anime. It. I watched the trailer. It looks really fucking cool. I'm not into Transformers or Blade Runner. So those don't you? grab my attention. Were you never a Transformers kid? I played with them, but I didn't know the story. Like, I didn't know. It was wow. like GoBots and stuff like that. I played with them, but I was like, I, I, it was just. Like, if my mom didn't wake me up on a Saturday morning to watch Transformers, we had a day on Saturdays. Yeah. I, I, was, a, I was a pain in the ass. Yeah, I didn't, it didn't resonate with me. I mean, again, I like the toys and stuff like that, but I never followed. It's like G.I. Joe's. I never followed the story with that shit. Like. That's fair. I know fair. who was who or what was what. I'm like, this is a cool thing. And I just played with well, them. So from an anime standpoint, I'd be curious to see what you think. Cause you are a big fan of anime. So I'd be yeah. curious to see what, the, what you think about that trailer. Yeah. I'll definitely I check it out. To, yeah. We'll have to talk about it next week. Maybe we'll have yeah. you watch the trailer and see what you think about it. Definitely have to check that out. That's okay. Interesting. But has again, anyone else in the chat or listeners, have you seen the, uh, the, or pause it, go watch it. And then on our social medias, let us know. I'm very curious to know what people think about this. Anyone who's into transformers. That is, I just, yeah, that stuff's just not to like metronome says just a bad Gundam. Like, I mean, there's Gundam, there's GoBots, there's transformers, there's freaking power Rangers that involve like robots. I just, all that sort of stuff just doesn't resonate with me at all. That's like when uh, Pacific Rim came out, people were like, oh, giant robots fighting aliens. I'm like, I'm good. Like, I don't really need yeah. that. It's just not right up my alley. So Transformers holds a special place in my heart because like all the other ones you can keep, but for some Transformers was like the one I grew up on. And so for me, everything else, even if it came before, is just a, a ripoff. Nice. Yeah. I stand firm in that. Something came out. What? Need to watch Atlantic, Atlantic Rim. <laughs> not as fun. No. <laughs> it's a more serious rom com that I'm not really into. It was actually, yeah, it was a very serious character study. Mm -hmm. Atlantic Atlantic Rim. Yeah. yeah. Very, it, was, very it was the uh, it was the prequel to Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> what happens? <laughs> Very depressing, either yeah, way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. yeah. The chat is fucking blowing up tonight. I'm very yeah, excited. Love you guys. This. You're the best around. Um. That's gonna ever so the last it. thing I want to bring up. 
And this is also going to go into what I'm going to recommend is Doug. I finally watched it. I finally watched the Mandalorian. Oh, okay. And what did you think? It was good, Mm -hmm. but I don't understand why people lost their minds over it. I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm kind of in the same boat. Like I enjoyed it. I watched it. I'm like, Oh, this is, this is really good. It's entertaining. I'll say this much. I expected to be like, what? No way. I can't believe that just fucking happened. It's fine. I mean, I'll say this much. It's a good Star Wars story. Something we haven't really had much of lately. So I think maybe that's what it was. Like, I don't know. I, I, again, I enjoyed it. I love uh, the guy who plays the Mandalorian. Uh, His name is Pablo Pascal. Pablo Pascal. He's fantastic. It was great acting, you know, everything like that. But, eh, you know, I just, it didn't do much for me. So, Pedro Pascal, sorry. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, Slotty says it here. People were putting up with a very disappointing stretch of movies. It was something nice to grasp onto. I totally agree. Water Speech says, I couldn't even watch the whole series. Is it worth it to watch it till the end? I mean, curious, Water Speech, when did you dip out on it? Yeah. Like, what? at what point did it lose you? Because there was definitely a couple points. I thing I was shocked about was that it was, I thought every episode was going to be an hour long. Yeah. Like, I honestly, uh, I thought the ending, and I won't ruin it just in case Water Speech does want to go back, uh, or if anyone else hasn't watched it yet. The ending um, with the standing on top of the, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, mm. end of the second, oh boy. So you dipped out real early into the second episode. Oh my goodness. Okay. You know what? It's not, here's the thing. It's not a hard watch. No. I knocked it out with, in two. With their 30 minute episodes, days, they're pretty. They're, yeah. They're anywhere between 30 to, I think the longest one was 48 or 50 yeah. minutes. Like, and that was right around the end. I, the ending was, I, unfortunately, I, I feel like the ending, they were really trying to ham fist the the legacy of star wars into it and i was yeah. like okay is that what are, like what are we doing with this and i don't know it it felt i i i thoroughly enjoyed it and that's kind of where i am with it i really expected to have my mind blown i thought it was fine again i'm with slotty on this one that it was it's it was a nice breath of fresh air for a star wars story sure. but um you know, in general, I'm just kind of I'm over Star Wars at this point. I kind of hate to say you, that, are but you like full on, like you've just hung it up. I just, you know, episode nine. Really, I think I don't know, before that, it was just it just really sort of like put a damper on it to the point where I'm like, God, we just can't get this right, can we? And not to sound like I know better, but I'm like, there's so many better stories out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, so much in in this. It's it feels like such a shame because. This is just so ripe with opportunity to make something great. And I feel like we've really taken shortcuts and it seems very, because you can look at something like Marvel movies and be like, obviously there's a financial incentive here. Like obviously it's worth it. Endgame brought in a massive amount of money. But I look at that. I was like, man, what a great story though. What a great world building. What a great, all this sort of stuff, the way they connected everything together. I mean, that to me, it's the gold standard. And I look at Star Wars, which had ample opportunity 
to do to tell a really great story and i just personally it doesn't resonate with me anymore it's just when i go back and watch some of this stuff all i can think of even when i watch the original movies i'm like but none of this is really important anymore or it's all going to fall short because we know what happens in the future and it's really yeah. fucking sad to me it's really really sad and it, it bums me out because you know that was such a big part of it but i'm so disinterested in anything star wars these days i don't care about the games that come out I don't care about like so much of this stuff. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I don't care what show they're building about the old Republic. I just don't care. Like, I just don't, nothing about it is, is speaking to me. And, um, I don't know, man, maybe when they, if they ultimately doing a new movie trilogy, maybe I'll go, I mean, I'll probably go check it out, but I'm going to have real low expectations. Yeah. And I just, I've just been disappointed in the way that the, um, the overall story has gone for this stuff. And I think it's, it's a real shame. And so Mandalorian, again, I think it was great. Production values were awesome. Acting is great. But overall, I'm the same way. I'm like, yeah, it was a show. Yeah. It was better. I'd say it's above average, but. It was, yeah. I think what I'm interested in is to go back now that I've got the old access uh, to go back and actually watch. Because as an adult, I have not watched. Uh, I've not gone back through and rewatched all the Star Wars movies. Yeah. So I'm curious to go back as an adult and just to rewatch them and see if the story, if I, if it holds any different meaning for me or if I, if I find it any, any more or less interesting now that I know how everything is, has kind of come together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's funny cause Lottie says, show us on the doll where star Wars hurt you, Doug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Slotty, there is Doug. There's a deep, deep there there are episodes upon episodes you can go back and hear about how star yeah. wars has just slowly torn pieces of dug away yeah metronome says i think star wars is one franchise that they'll never make the majority happy with and i agree with you there i think some of the star wars fans are some of the most toxic people out there i mean they're brutal absolutely brutal but i think there is no making all of them happy no and, and you shouldn't worry about that but that's the thing too is i feel like they catered to try and make people happy and i'm like just tell the story man yeah. Tell a story because this is the thing is like with like the new trilogy that came out. It's like, guys, you have you can take the story wherever the fuck you want. Yeah, that I mean, you guys, that is the unfortunate thing. you guys are not basing this on the extended, you know, universe. You guys said that's not canon. So it was like you have a blank slate. Do what you want. I think that's where I got disappointed is they took shortcuts. They got in my mind, they got lazy, you know, and, yeah. and they they just relied too much on the past, on nostalgia drive their story forward and it fell flat in so many ways. And I was like, damn it. Like what a great opportunity to see this, this new stuff. And I personally, for me, I wanted to see something, something different, something new, something yeah. that drove something forward. And I just didn't want to have the strings from the past. That's so heavily attached to it. So that's where something like rogue one was pretty cool. Um, you know, the Mandalorian's cool because I do like the idea of this, you know, Mandalorian warrior and bounty hunter existing and doing this stuff. Like it's a very cool story, right? You get to see this to learn about that creative people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I love the idea of it taking place just after, um, you know, episode, uh, was it episode six? Right. So it's like the empire is really gone and it's, it's gritty and you get to see a lot of these different elements, which are really, really cool. Um, you can see, what'd you think about Bill Burr, the Bill Burr episode? Well, I think there was a there was a tweet that someone put out where they were they said, fuck you, Bill Burr, for making me think there's a space Boston. Yes. And 
I immediately thought of that because I'm like, this is this is just him and this is Space Boston. It was so weird. And the other thing is knowing how much of a non-nerd he is, all I could think about was what did he think as he was memorizing these lines? The thing was he delivered them so well. He really so did. So well. One of my favorite moments. Upsettingly well. Well, you know, he's talking he's talking about different cruisers and stuff, and he's talking shit about that. But one of yeah. my favorite parts is when someone goes, Yeah, he used to be with the Empire, and and the Mandalorian's like just chuckles like, well, that's not saying much. He's like, I wasn't a stormtrooper. Like, you know, he's just like so angry. He's like Well, he's like, No, he was a sharpshooter yeah. for uh, a sharpshooter for the Empire. Yeah. And he's well, like, I was he's much, like, yeah. what? He's like, I wasn't a stormtrooper. Like he's so mad. Like he put a lot of stuff into that, you know, like yeah. he's, I was very impressed with him standing in a world that I knew he knew absolutely nothing about. <laughs> that was probably the most entertaining part of that episode was trying to imagine him going through the process oh. of, of trying to memorize a line and going, the fuck is this word? Yeah. Why am I saying this? Who he's is like, this person? Who, what, who the what? fuck wrote this? You know, That's like just, Christ. yeah. Uh, yeah. And this, the fact that they made a, a, a toy out of him too, just didn't set well with him, which is also very funny. So he was not a fan of that, um, but yeah, that I, was interesting. Yeah, I will say this, and I, I I stand firm in my statement or in my beliefs that episode one, two, and three are not good movies. I do not like them, but I will give George Lucas credit. George Lucas credit in that I don't think he tried to cater to the fans. He made those movies for himself. They were garbage. But he stayed true to himself. <laughs> I, you know what, I I agree with you on that one. That he, the only person George Lucas was making that for was George Lucas, yep. without a doubt. Yep, top to bottom, start to finish, George Lucas was making a George Lucas movie, and no one could say otherwise. For better or worse, no one could say otherwise. So I gotta, I gotta give him props on having the balls to just go. Fuck all of you. I'm making this for me. He's like, no, this yeah. is what I'm doing. I'm telling the story. It's like, okay. this is mine. Yeah. yeah. So I, I very much agree, but I don't know. I, I Who knows? Maybe I'll get interested again, but it's one of those things where anything that comes up is star Wars. Like I don't even, yeah. when I'm at Disney plus, I don't even go over the star Wars section. Right. Like, like at all. Occasionally Natalie's like, she sees um, clone wars, which I hear is great. It's just so hard to get through. Like the first season is so rough. Is it so really? Rough. And I hear that it gets good, but I'm just like, ugh. I, I've heard a lot of people talk about how, like, they're like, oh, my God, it's mind-blowing, the story and the this and that. Yeah, it's it's just something where I'm like, oh, it's so childish. Because the thing yeah. is, like, I've heaped Avatar The Last Airbender on you plenty of times. But I say, if you can get through, like, the first two or three episodes, yeah, you get hooked real quick, and then you're in it. And you're like, whoa, this is, feels really good. When I'm, like, in season one, I'm like, fuck. R3-D3, I don't give a shit about this, like, droid that Anakin doesn't want to use because he's trying to find R2-D2. And I'm just like, I just, it's just so many things that it's just, yeah. it feels like a very childish show. And I'm like, uh, just get me, get get me, get me past it. But Jerba says he's feeling the same way about Avatar. I'm telling you, man, once it, it gets, it picks up, dude, it picks up. I'd say, you know, Especially like, I mean, once you start getting towards the end of season one, I was like, 
And there's like, and there's two more seasons. It does drag a little bit in season two. There's, a, there's some points where it does, but in general, I just care so much about it. I'm like, tell me more about these characters. Show me what happens. I want, I want to get to it. But Jared, if you're having trouble getting through that, the thing that I find helps me is to go back and watch the movie, so you can really appreciate the oh, fuck you. I wish I could spend more time talking to you guys about Avatar Last Airbender because Metronome has something to say and so does Jervis. But we'll put a pin in that. Go ahead if you want to if you no. want to address it real quick. We'll we'll address it maybe after after we're done recording. We'll talk about okay, it. Okay, that's fair. Um so today's throwdown, I'm gonna give Slotty what he asked for earlier on. I think it was Slotty. It's a tickle fight between Doug and Justin. It's a throwdown tickle fight. Oh wait. Today's <laughs> It's a throwdown tickle fight. <laughs> well, here's what I'm going to say, Justin. Exactly. It's about to get nasty. Yeah. Um, here's what I'll say. Yeah. Um, been a while, but I do have some experience wrestling. And um, I have a feeling that my size, if you can get away from me, you're good. Okay. Because you can run far. We have established that. You have good endurance. Yeah. I I have but, proven myself as a runner. But yeah, I feel like if I get a hold of you. <laughs> but running away from someone and it doesn't help in a tickle fight. That's true. That's true because you're not going to win. That's a skill that just, it's a neutral skill. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I feel like I could pin you down in a way that you couldn't get out. And then I would just tickle you until you peed and pooped yourself multiple times. Can I? Pee on me, Daddy. I just pooped, ejaculated my moist missile. So yeah. pretty much that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, change my mind. So I will say this. Uh, I am studied in the arts of Marshall. Uh, <laughs> That's true. I, 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 I specifically have uh, done, I done a stint in, uh, in um, uh, mixed martial arts fighting. Um, so I have had grappling and, and, and that kind of stuff as well. Um, I think I would be harder to pin than you think I would be but I still think you could pin me. <laughs> oh, there's a scrappiness factor here that I'm absolutely factoring in. The Justin, I, I, the Justin mischievous level that exists is no joke. It's absolutely no I joke. Think I'd like to think some muscle memory would kick in and I'd be able to, I'd be able to evade some of the things that you threw at me. Mm -hmm. um, I can't, I legitimately can't remember how ticklish are you? That's a weird question to ask another dude, but how? Hey, Doug, Hey, I'm gonna ask you a question right now. You ticklish? You wanna? How ticklish are you? Hey man, you ticklish? I have a just a real simple, basic question I gotta ask you right now, and something just uh, popped up, and I need to know if I ask you how ticklish are you, would that be? Ah, oh, I didn't hit stop. <laughs> Damn it. My mouse moved over the wrong part. Damn it. <laughs> I was doing, you're you? doing great. I'm pretty ticklish. I mean, okay. I have been known to get into that, you know, that Zen state and be able to turn it off. But yeah. can you yeah. maintain it is the question, you know? That's true. Well, here's the thing. I will say this. Uh, I, I am the same way. I've got a few, like, tickle buttons that hit me every time by and large i can if i'm if i'm in if it's game time if it's coming through the tunnel going this is what we play for <laughs> i can pretty much turn it off as well yeah uh 
but now that you have the secret uh belly but the the belly hook move i don't know uh i don't know if i don't know if i have a counter to that but here's the thing you know that. that in mma but you know that so you can either use it to your advantage right and bait yeah. me you know and then do whatever uh martial arts you know would counter that i mean you do get taught that so yeah, well, well the water speech that. and Slotty both like water speech says don't do it, Justin. Doug already knows your weakness, and Slotty says Doug knows the weak point, the proverbial thermal exhaust port of Justin's Death Star. <laughs> Metrogram says I Slotty, have tickle buttons. <laughs> you welcome. Someone clip that so we can use that as a as a thing. Um, could I give you a tickle test just to find out? <laughs> a test tickle. A test tickle. Oh my goodness. I feel like my um, size is a factor and I think um, your size is a massive Cuz again, major. we're not we're not looking to like punch each other out. We're looking to tickle no. each other. But my strategy would be to close the distance. I would trip you. I would put you in a chicken wing and then I would tickle you right here at the where your hips and your legs meet right there in that that juicy spot. It's a good one. That's a and good just spot. Boop, 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 and then I'd dig my finger under there and just go digging. Digging for gold in the belly button hole. Done for the win! <laughs> One of the few things I'm unusually skilled at is doing shit like that. <laughs> That's both worrisome and doesn't surprise me. Slotty just goes, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Slotty, that's why I was like, I'm not even going to try to. I'm, that we're done. We're done with this. I don't even know what to say. They never slightly do. too weird for me. <laughs> I've thought this out. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Woo. Well, that was fun. Justin, what yeah. do you have to recommend this week? I recommend not getting into a tickle fight with Uncle Doug in oh, uh, his puzzle palace. <laughs> it's the puzzle basement. Puzzle Palace makes it sound, I don't know, is Puzzle Palace or Puzzle Basement worse? You tell me. Listeners, you tell us which is worse, Puzzle Basement or Puzzle Palace. Uh, yeah, Slotty says that last description is so specific. He's planned this out before. Uh, I, to recommend, um, I would say, you know, uh, check out Mandalorian and and, you know, tell us what you think of it uh are we wrong to to not be gaga over this thing i don't know um uh puzzle basement yeah it says basements are always worse (laughs) jacob says basement yep done cool i like it uh i really don't have anything to recommend this week i don't i haven't had time to watch anything uh Although I guess I'll say this much, um, we're gonna be playing Pummel Party real soon, uh, probably a week from this Saturday. So the sale just ended for uh, for it. So I don't think it's still on sale anymore. But if you want to play with Slotty and Jared and I, a violent version of Mario Party. Um, I wish I could play this game. Which uh, you know is I have to say I tested it with Slotty and Jerbis, and it was a real fucking blast. Let me tell you, it was real interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to that. So if you all want to get in on that, it's, I think up to four to eight players come join us for the fun. It'll be real interesting. And then also I'd say, check out, um, project winter. Uh, it's a game that I still need to test, but it's, it's a game of deception. Um, 
that involves, you know, essentially screwing people over a lot like Among Us, more probably uh, complicated Among Us, but I'm pretty excited. So um, check those out. They're on Steam. Again, I don't know if they're on sale. I think the summer sale ended yesterday, but go give them a peek. If you want to join us, we'd love to have more players. So So speaking of that, yeah, speaking of that, uh, this Saturday, uh, come check out the Dungeon Karens as they head back into Dungeons & Dragons, the fantasy board game, 8 p.m. Central Time. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be exciting. I'm sure we'll get more shenanigans. Great. We all just got our Karen haircuts, and we're ready to go. Ready to get back into it, y'all. Just come check that out. Also, don't forget to uh, follow us on all social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at MindGapPodcast. And also check out our YouTube channel because that's where we post highlights uh, from our shows, from our video game streams. Also, it's where we post all of our episodes for our podcast. So go check us out there. Uh, we've got everything listed there as well. So with that being said, Justin also exists in the digital realm as well. On Instagram and Twitter, it's at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's a fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify, <laughs> Google Podcasts, and anywhere else where you can find and consume them. The old casts of pod. You can uh, rate us, review us, uh, share us around. The sharing is the big one. We love being shared. We're like a communal plate at a family dinner. Share us. Uh, and then two eastate.com slash mind gap. And uh, keep an eye on two eastate uh, in general because uh, I'll say this Sid Penrose hit yet another hiccup. It's not our fault. What happened? Drew and I are convinced that this project is fucking cursed. All right. It is coming still, but it is delayed again. So I'll tell you more about it off air. Okay. Um, uh, not, nothing bad. It's just it's one more speed bump, but that's coming. What will be coming out before that is this quarantine project we got coming up. So please take a look uh, or keep keep an eye out for that. And then uh, also uh, merchandise, as Doug said at the top of the show, uh, teespring.com slash stores slash 2E8. Uh, you can uh, go purchase some merch and we've got new face masks on there. So go check those out. Yeah. So thank you all for hanging out with us listeners. You're the best around. So thank you. Oh, uh, Twitch. Thank you, <laughs> Justin. Thank you. Douglas, you thank you, buddy. Mind Gap Podcast.